it's time to strap in and pull those belts one more time as we dive into the True North Racing Podcast with your host, John Morrison. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to episode 44 of the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. This week on the program, we are program. We are sitting down with a driver of the number 24 mini stock, Jeff LaFlemme. But of course, before we bring Jeff in, we're going to have our little weekly chit chat. Um, where I give, I have some memos I always like to uh, keep track of before each episode. And I kind of give you guys a little heads up about it, I guess. I don't know. Um, uh, before we really get started, we're winding down our season here in Ontario. Uh, with only two major events left uh, on the asphalt side. Not too sure on the dirt side. Um, but it, it, our season in general is just winding down and you know, it's, it sucks. It sucks that we have such a short season up here, usually from about end of April ish, beginning of May to October, early October. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's winding down. So that sucks. We got two major asphalt events. We have Frostoberfest at Flanderborough Speedway on October 2nd and 3rd and autumn colors during Canadian Thanksgiving here in Canada. Out at Peterborough Speedway, um, both are going to be action-packed races. Both are going to be tremendously successful events, uh, no doubt in my mind. Uh, but I, I'm going to talk about that in just a little bit. Actually, there's something Jeff and I talked about off the record, and I honestly think it's such a great idea. It should be thought about, at least. It should be, it, it should be at least noted. Um, but yeah, I'm going to bring that up in just a minute. But first of all, I want to congratulate all the track champions here in Ontario. There's so many to name. I'm not going to be able to name them all, guys. Uh, but congratulations to everyone, uh, all, all the track, track track champions in each division this year. You guys have worked your tail off in the three months we were able to get racing in this year. So kudos to you guys. Enjoy your off seasons, and let's get ready for 2022. On the CVM side, we crowned a champion this past weekend. A brand new champion, a new champion. The driver of the number 18, Young Drivers of Canada, sponsored by Jared Morphy, is our 2021 Young Drivers of Canada Canadian Vintage Modified Champion. So congratulations goes out to the entire Morphy team. Uh, guy couldn't be more deserving of a, of a champion than that. Uh, he's, he had I think, two or three victories, I believe, this this year. Bunch of tots fives, bunch of top tens. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to that, those guys. Uh, on our rookie of the year side, is a little not a little different story, but it was young Quentin Murdoch, who's about 15 years old, and he out uh, he he came out this year, uh, won four races, including our final race of the year. So, congratulations goes out to Quentin Murdoch for not only getting one victory but getting up to four victories, as well as uh, winning our Young Drivers of Canada Canadian Vision Modified. Rookie of the Year Award. So congratulations goes out to Quentin Murdoch as well. Uh, make sure you guys head on over to the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages and give them a congratulations. Give them a like. Give them a follow. Uh, great guys. Uh, can't wait to can't wait to see them back in 2022. It's gonna be a fun t- fun season. And you know it's 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 sad to see the season end because you know it, it's such a short season and it's. Sometimes I wish it was longer, but sometimes like I, I'm glad with how many races we got. We got an 11 races this year, so that, that was fantastic. Um, we got lots of things planned for next season. I'm already working on next season, um, so that's gonna be fun. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm as far as I know, I, I've been uh, welcomed back again next year on the club. So with the club, so I, that's gonna be a fun time next year uh, with with them and seeing where where else we can improve. You know, it's. It's fun doing that stuff and see what else we what else we can uh, what else we can accomplish. Um, all our Joe Media drivers, uh, unfortunately, uh, I, I haven't been able to find a rundown, so unfortunately, we're going to skip all all that this week. Uh, but congratulations goes out to all the drivers who competed this past weekend. I know there was Alex Stewart, uh, Kalen Wallace, Megan Mitchell, Jeff Laflem, uh, Ryan Houston, I believe, made it out. So. Uh, Congratulations goes out to all those guys for for heading on out this coming weekend, guys. Uh, if you see me 
if you guys listen and you guys see me. On Friday night, Jacqueline and I will be down at Humberstone Speedway in Port Colborne. We are going to be head out there to catch the Knights of Thunder uh, 360 Sprint Card uh, Tour and the Action Sprint Tour, I believe, are both racing that night. So we're heading out to Humberstone on Friday night. And then Saturday, uh, we are actually heading to Southern Ontario Motor Speedway down in Leamington to check out the redone, uh, formerly known as South Buxton Speedway, to now the Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And we're going to be hanging out with the drive, with the team, Ohana Acres Racing. Uh, it'll be one of, uh, <laughs> I met them a year ago. They're, they're awesome people. Uh, looking forward to, and I, and you know what? This is the other thing too. We are actually going to be doing a vlog. Um, so make sure you guys check out our, out our first official vlog, which I'll have update uploaded sometime next week. Um, it's going to be lots of fun. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are coming out this weekend, don't be afraid to like hit me up and be like, Hey, where are you, where are you at? Like I'll, I'll come stop by, say hi. Um, and if you see me, I'll be wearing probably my Jomo media hat, uh, and maybe a true North racing podcast sweater. So if you guys see me hit me up, I'll be more than happy to, uh, stop, say hi. And, uh, yeah. So of course guys, we're, we're always looking forward to, um, these great, these meeting new people. I always want to meet new people because then I can get fully not emerged, but I want to get, I want to be able to get to know more people. Um, but yeah, so yeah, if you see me, stop me, say hi. I got, I got no issues with that. I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm not going to be an asshole about it. Um, but just make sure you, you know, let me know that if you guys, if you guys want to talk, say hi, whatever. So, uh, if you guys want to, if you, if you want to jump in on the vlog, if you're at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway on Saturday, let me know. I'd be more than happy to, uh, to slide you in somewhere. Um, so we got that going on this weekend. Uh, we are looking to, uh, I forgot what I was going to say there. Anyways, so we talked to Jeff. Uh, so I'm going to circle back to what I was saying earlier. Jeff LaFlem and I had a great conversation afterwards and he brought up something that was, that I thought was a great idea. And, you know, I kind of hope the tracks are listening and the tracks can get together and somehow form, form this idea or opinion or something. But I think something that would be great for the sport. And I know Jeff agrees because it was, it was his idea. I'm just piggybacking here and letting you guys and putting it out there is why don't we make the playoffs because we call them the playoffs up here. We have three big events at three different speedways. We have the Velocity 250 weekend up at Sunset. We have Frostoberfest at Flamborough Speedway. And then we also have Autumn Colors down at Peterborough Speedway. One thing he said is, why don't we make the playoffs matter? And I thought that was actually a really good idea is, you know, get get all the tracks to all the asphalt tracks especially to say draw the line at the weekend after labor day cut it off there and give them a week off to repair their cars if they want to um and then you know t a week after or you know even a week i, I really don't care it could be the second the, the second weekend after uh after labor day there and then we can go three weeks of playoff racing in a row where and you know, where, where each division has a title sponsor or someone, you know, someone puts out a, a big enough bounty or, or whatever, however you want to call it, purse, um, and sponsors the entire thing where, you know, where we can have our own playoff systems. So that way it entices more people to go to these other events. Um, we were talking about a guy who, who may only run Sunset and Flambro and, of course, uh, Peterborough. It, it would give more of an incentive for guys who may only run one or two events to go out and actually try a different track or, you know, I don't know how the, the whole concept would be done. But like I said, Jeff and I talked about it. I think it'd be a great idea if the, t if the tracks can come together because then you're going to get maximum, possible maximum car fields per event. And, you know, if we can crown the champions so that way they're, they're champions. They, they can do what they want. Um, but you know, then, then we can get in guys like, let's say, um, you know, Kyle Stackley. It could likely give him more of an incentive to go to sunset, go to autumn colors. If, if the funding was there to be able to accomplish something like that. Um, 
you know, I think it'd be great to be able to get more eyes on more drivers if we were able to make make it a a proper playoff system. You know, where we could have a, a playoff champion and celebrate our autumn colors. I think that would be fantastic. Um you know, I, like I said, like I I think Jeff's onto something there. And if any track promoters or track personnel are listening, I truly believe that is a great idea going forward to try and get the tracks to work together and come up with a proper playoff system to be able to possibly have, you know, more car counts, more because it would give people more of an incentive to uh, try out your track if they haven't ever raced there before. Um, You know, I think it would just give more of a chance for other people because I feel like, you know, I'm going to be honest, Flambro and Sunset, you guys kind of butt heads a little bit and I get it. I understand why, but I feel if you guys work together to, because Velocity falls on a weekend where, you know, it's still Flamborough's racing. And the only way it probably, you get some more Flamborough guys to go up is if it was a rainout at at Flamborough. That's the only way. But I feel if you, if you all came together, crown your champions at the same time, same weekend, and then after that, you know, have a full full on playoff system. I, I think it would be great and I think it's a great concept, a great idea. Um if you guys think so too, like let let's try and put this together. Maybe not next year, but maybe in two years. Let's try and get the tracks to work together. So if you're a promoter listening, reach out to Jeff LaFlem. Like it was a, such a great idea. I loved it. Um I I think it could be something that could either be possibly worked in for next season or the season after. But I feel to help the car count here not the car count sorry um is make it make it the own three race series here in ontario um you know i like i said it might it might it might fail it might not but i i think it's a very successful idea that we haven't seen something like that in ontario besides obviously the grisel triple crown for the pro lay models but i feel if we do a whole playoff system it would entice more people to try out different tracks um so that's the only um <laughs> uh, I think before we get it going any further, I'm kind of running out of stuff here to say right now. Before we jump into our episode, why don't we have a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. All right, everyone. Just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. Jomo Media provides race-ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well, providing off-season, mid-season, and year write-ups for your team. On top of the write-ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O-Promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow us at Jomo Media. All right, guys, uh, before we jump into this week's episode, I got one more announcement, uh, or two more announcements. Uh, first of all, we are starting to look for Jomo Media drivers for 2022 season. Uh, if you would like to be a part of the Jomo Media team and you would like to find out more information about what we can do to help you, reach us at jomopromos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jomo Media. Uh, we we will help you out in any way we can, um, obviously. So uh, we had a very successful season in 2021, and I'm hoping to make 2022 uh, an even better season. So, yeah, if you guys want to join the team, hit me up. Uh, and of course, now, just before we jump into this week's episode, uh, I just want to give you guys a quick heads up that the driver's seat, uh, I'm sure you guys have been waiting patiently for a new episode of it. Um, due to some on-track stuff and other things as well, we have decided to put a halt on uh, the show for right now, um, just for just so everyone can, can cool down. We can all have a clear conscious uh, when we when we do come back in the studio to record uh, the next the next episode of it. But we are planning on doing and releasing a Christmas episode. Um, so stay tuned for that. We may talk about the end of the season. Uh, we may not, uh, or we may just look forward to what 2022 could be, uh, could be for all of us. Um, so I hope you guys are excited for, for that as well. Uh, I got some things in the work. Uh, we talked about with Jeff. So if anyone, um, uh, actually not, a, uh, Wow, I'm stuttering here a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, before we, yeah, so I got some things working. Uh, I'm planning on doing here, uh, and I got to big give a big thanks to uh, a big shout out to Jeff Laflem, of course. Uh, not only for being this week's guest, but for giving me 
giving me the ideas uh, or giving uh, shouting out some ideas that could definitely help uh, help this out. So stay tuned. We got some big things coming. Um, but I think that's going to do it for me, guys, for right now. So I'll see you guys after our interview with Jeff LaFlem. So let's sit back, relax, and let's go racing. All right, everyone. This week on the True North Racing Podcast, we are sitting down with the driver of the number 24 mini stock, Jeff LaFlem, and we welcome him back for a second episode. Jeff, man, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me on again. It's no problem. It's been an uh, interesting year. So Absolutely. I'm eager to talk about it. Yeah, man, I'm ex- I'm excited to talk about it. See what's uh, what's been up with you. Um, uh, you know, 2021 uh, definitely hasn't seemed like it's been uh, all that nice to you. See, it's uh, for the most part. What, what's been uh, uh, for, from my from what I've what I've seen? How's it go- how's it been going for you though? It's it's definitely been one of the interesting years we've had. Um, it started off okay, and then. It's just anything that could happen, happened. Any issue that we had or could had, happened. Um, so as you know, we bought Kevin Bridges' car, which yep. awesome car, by the way. Built amazing. I can't thank Kevin enough for everything he's done to help me with it. So it all, it all started with we went to the track at the beginning of the season, and Kevin came down for the day to help, help me get used to driving the car because I was new to a Honda and new to mini stock coming from a bone stock. So we had the track rented for the day and it was a brand new motor. We just put in for the season and everything. I'm out there doing laps. Car, car feels great. Kevin, Kevin takes it out to shake it down and see if we can improve on anything. And he goes and blows up the new motor on the first practice day. So then we didn't have a spare yet. So we were in search for a second motor. So that was definitely an interesting day. And then it turned out that it was just a rookie mistake on my end on why the motor blew. Um, when you first get a new motor, you're supposed to run brake in oil in it. Yep. Well, we had so much stuff and I guess the excitement and everything to get the car to the track. Didn't I forget to take the brake in oil out and oh. put in the good stuff. <laughs> oh no. So when you uh, run 9,000 RPM with basically water in it, you don't like it. So yeah. that was, that's how our season started and it didn't get any better from there. Now you've definitely, uh, you, you, you've traveled a little bit this summer in, in the sense of you cut, you've, uh, you've been up at sunset. I've seen you up at Sobel. Um, how, how was that combined for up at Sobel? That combined four is the best racing I've ever been part of. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> it's by far the most fun racing I've ever had. I know it's, I know a lot of people say it's dumb. It's stupid. You build a race car to go fast, but just it's, it's so easy to make a car go fast. You don't realize how hard it is to slow a car down. And I was the first one to ever break out in the combined fours. So the time, time there is 17.3. You can't go over that. And the very first time I broke out, I broke out with 17.299, one one thousandth of a second. And it's just like, you're supposed to get usually you'd get mad at that, but it's just like, damn. It's just, and then it makes you want to try again. It's addicting. So something about that that's always kind of caught my eye is so if you break out, do you get disqualified or do you get does a caution come out and you get thrown to the back of the field? Oh, you get what they call a meatball flag. You get the black flag and it's got a big red circle yeah, on it. Yep. That's a meatball. So all, you, you're you're done for that race. Okay. The heat race. If it's a heat race and let's say you're leading and you get, you time out, you get the meatball flag, you go back to what the tail end of the longest line, let's say. Okay. So if there's cars you've lapped and there's only a few laps left and you break out, you'll go ahead of those cars because you competed, completed more laps kind of thing. Right. I believe okay. that's how they do it, but there's no tech. There's no nothing. You just go back to your pit and then you get to go out to the next race. So you can be as light as you want. No rules. I know. Yeah, no rules. I believe there was a uh, a bone stock there that showed up. I believe it was a Cavalier and it had a turbo on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who the person was. I couldn't even tell you what car it was. But they, it had a turbo on it. It was a bone stock. Just the only rule they have is Why? don't break the time. 
you know what? No, no cellular devices in the car. Because so obviously I, I, with timing, right? Yeah, because I built a mount in my car to hold my cell phone that showed <laughs> me race monitor. Because there was no rules, so yeah. I did it. And that's a, probably the only rule is that you can't you can't have a cellular 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 device in your car. Yeah, but you're allowed two way radios. So <laughs> I have a I bought I got radios now. So now I have like a spotter type person that tells me my times, so I know whether to speed up or slow down. Hey, you know what? That actually sounds like a lot of fun. I'd, I, when it's, I, I, it's by far the most fun ever. I know all the drivers out there, don't mock it till you try it. I was one of those guys that said, this is the stupidest thing, but don't mock it till you try it. They got something going on there, and it's going to take off. Yeah, it. I like I said, like I've been wanting to get up to Sobel. Um, obviously, with my busy schedule, it hasn't been a uh, – uh, it, was, it wasn't – feasible this year but for sure next year uh me and the girlfriend we're talking about it where sounds like we're going to hit the road <laughs> whenever we're not uh we're not we're not down there at flambro with the uh cvms so uh i oh, I, wow. I was skeptical on it but at the same time i was like that's very interesting to see how people are going to be able to keep their times obviously slower than 173 and it, it keeps the cost down. That's the biggest thing, too. Like, I, sunset's five minutes for me. Yeah. I spend less money driving the hour and a half to Sobble than I do driving five minutes down to sunset. Really? Sobble, you want to slow down. So I'm not putting new tires on to try to go out and get faster because I know I have a fast yep. car. So I'm putting old tires on, whether it's old Hoosiers or whatever I have lying around here. Heck, I even tried my bone stock tires on a Honda. <laughs> I didn't have the grip I wanted, but I even tried that. And you now know, I think that will help learn, teach guys different ways too, to help set their cars up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's totally different. It's not, it's not your standard. Here's your rule book, show up and go race. It's yep. teach it. It's slowing you down enough to where you can work on a line Yep, and have a better feel for a track. So that, you know, I ho- hopefully like within the next couple of years, maybe they do a, a full on mini stock invitational. Again, I, I think I hope they great. don't. I, hon- I don't. Oh, want, yeah? I honestly don't. I hope they don't. I hope they keep it the combined combined four or whatever. They obviously have a little bit to improve on. And I know they are going to the table to improve on it. Uh, I think I honestly think they're going to have the car count where they could do uh combined minis and combined bone stocks where it's a time limit but you have the mini stocks in one and the bone stocks in the other i honestly think that they got a nice enough hype now to do that really how many so how many cars on average would show up whenever you were there um when i was there so the first time i went i think there was 10 or 12 cars and then the next next week we went i think there was eight or nine and then the big, big race we went for the long weekend. Yep. Uh, I think there was 20 cars or something like that. 18 to 20 cars. Oh, wow. I, I You know, there's a couple guys I know went up there. And it, it definitely seems like a fun time. And definitely um, seems like every, every driver should try. 100%. If you haven't already, get out there and try it. Don't mock it till you try it. It's a blast. It was good to see a lot of guys come out there. For sure. Like, it, it's a... Uh... You know, sometimes we don't get to enjoy the finer things. You, you always just show up, want to go fast, and that's it. But, yeah, you know, sometimes just doing that idea, it's, it's great that they're doing that, too. It's, it's something different in this, in, this, in this province that you don't see anywhere else. 100%. And it makes, it, makes for, uh, it makes it a driver's race. Because if you have every car out there going 17-3, well, then it's the driver trying to get that extra little bit to win. Yeah, strategy, uh, qualifying, like they do all that there. So you qualify through through the heat race. So if you have a bad heat race and you're starting in the back, well, then you got nowhere to go. Yeah. If awesome. if you're all going at the same speed, <clears throat> and it's kind of cool to see because I have a ten thousand dollar car, and the guy that won most of the races there this year had a thousand dollar bone stock. <laughs> he just had that thing dialed in where he never broke out. He was just right on. 17-3, 17-4, full throttle around this track. Hey, you know what? That Good on him, though. Like, yeah. that's 
<clears throat> the fact that a bone stock was out there kind of kicking your guys' butt sometimes probably, probably made you feel a little weird, eh? Yeah, it kind of agitates you a little bit because, like, <laughs> damn. But we got all the we got all the tuning software and everything now, so that's where the nickname Chipper comes in. Because at the big race, we had uh, Tom there with uh, a chip burning tool to set rev limiters, so that way yep. my car could hit the limiter. And in the first race, we happened to just set it a little low, so it was on oh. the limiter the whole race. So then everyone started calling me Chipper. And we ended up blowing a distributor because of it. And I know, I know there's beef between us, but can't thank Will Gibbons enough for uh, walking over with a distributor to keep us going. So I, I do appreciate that. So yeah, we went out there and we started the feature 19th because we didn't qualify good, but we had the, with a little bit of math and all that, we had the limiter set pretty, pretty close consecutive to like 17 fours, 17, three and a half. And we ended up driving up to, I think, fourth. We just ran out of laps. Yeah. You know, I kind of hope they do another big show. Like, like kind of do the same thing they did this year. Where What, what, what was it to win for you guys? Uh, I think it was 3000 bucks to win that race. Wow. I, like, yeah. obviously, that's not life-changing money or anything. But to help a guy, like... Even, for like, a bone anyway. stock... Yeah. For a bone stock guy that won it with an eight hundred dollar car, three thousand yeah. dollars like winning the lottery, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's his probably his next car built, you know, bought right there or built right there, like pretty much. Um, and the cool thing about what Sobel was doing, every time they would at the end of the year, they made a post. Joe Joe Chisholm, sorry if I got that name wrong, Joe, but he he would put a he put a post at the end of the year with what every driver won the total amount of money they won for that, that year. And it was, oh, it was wow. pretty cool to see what these drivers walked away with. Absolutely. Especially a bone stock guy that costs him probably $200 a week to go there. Not even that. Where So like where, like just to actually get to the track or to just for his races well, and entry fee, get to the yeah. track, probably the whole, the whole weekend combined food. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I like that idea. And it was $500 to win every week. You know what? Yeah, Definitely so. when the tracks got, you know, great supporters and, and whatnot, it's easy. It's easy to have those higher payouts too. Right. Yep. Yep. So that's awesome. See how, that, see how it goes for next year. Absolutely. I'm now I'm, I'm excited to go next year. I think I believe, I believe that's the right direction for the bone stocks, though. I think there should be a time limit on them, and then it would cut the cost down on bone stocks 100%, and then you wouldn't have guys spending five, six, seven thousand $7,000 for a bone stock and going out there and waxing everyone, the same guy winning every night. If you had a time limit on it, it would be everybody's chance to be out there, too, and have a chance at winning. Absolutely, and, you know, that's, that's the way I think it should be. It's... I, I personally feel the bone stock division is getting on a hand price wise. It's going to turn into the mini stocks here soon. Yep. Well, look what I just sold my bone stock for. I got 3,500 bucks for it. I yeah. raffled it off, but I got 3,500 bucks and yeah, it was worth it with everything, all the parts and everything that was in it and how it was built, but it shouldn't be that it should be like what John's doing at Sobble build a car for a thousand bucks. Go race. Yeah. It, it it just make sure you have your safety components. That's all. That's all you really need. Yep. Pick up exactly. pick up tires from the junkyard on a Friday night. Say like, hey, I need four tires this size. Pick them up on the way up. Yeah, like, putting brand new tires. It, it on shouldn't be. Car. It shouldn't be getting out of. Here. Yeah, tires on Saturday down at Flamborough. Just go getting them ready for the bone stocks. I'm like, shouldn't they be lasting a lot longer than this or somewhere? Like, why why brand new yep. tires? That's the but, price you got to pay to be competitive now. A hundred percent. I feel that's the wrong way. I almost think that it's getting to the point where you either need to do something with the mini stocks and dumb them down a bit or combine the two divisions. Cause it, yep. the price wise in both divisions are getting out of hand and I feel something needs to stop. I the prop <laughs> mini stocks is a whole other situation. <laughs> there's you can't, there's no way to backpedal them now. They are what they are. A hundred percent. You're I, not wrong. I, I 100% agree. Like, I have a Honda that's running mid-pack super stock times. 
Yeah. Heck, even even one one night we were faster than Superstock times. So that, that right there should tell star. you that shouldn't shouldn't happen at all. Uh, but it does, and there's no way to go back from it. No. Do you remember? I don't. I, there's been tracks who have done it where they've brought out like the Superstock champion and the Mini Stock champion, and they gave him three laps or something like that, and they almost gave like a Mini Stock like half a lap advantage or something like that for the from a dead start too. You know, I. I almost feel like you can set them line to line and send them off and they'll, they'll still equal out by the end of it. Yeah. Especially a Honda. Yeah. Those Hondas are super glued to the track. It looks like. Yep. <clears throat> well, it, the six sixties are, they're grippier than glue. Like they're amazing. Yeah. And but, uh, that's obviously the legal tire up at sunset, right? It's a legal tire everywhere. You can run them oh, okay. anywhere. Uh, many stocks have combined rules now. I think the only difference at each track is weight. Okay. Um. Actually, okay. So, I, yeah. See, that's the one thing I didn't know because I'm, I don't hang out with the mini guys anymore. Um. But obviously, you know that that's great. That's great for that's great knowledge though. At least, at least there's a tire balance across the board, right? Yeah. They. It was kind of our own doing. I I believe that the track should have a spec tire now spec tire yeah because it's gonna get out of hand it's gonna get very expensive the the heavier cars the mustangs the 240s and all that from what i hear feedback wise they're having to put tires on every couple nights because they're just chewing them off because they're so heavy right yeah and then you have us you have us hondas that are pretty well rate to weight like we have to add weight to make our cars what they have to be at and we can run i can run a set of tires for 200 laps Wow. laps and i don't i don't feel any fall off jesus i only put new tires on this year because i had them i had over 50 tires ordered and yeah i had a bunch up up top so i just kept putting them on you know what when when you got them might as well use them right exactly um so obviously like uh you know you, you definitely had an up and down season you you i've you know i've seen places where you You've been at the top of the top in uh, other places where you blew up. In, I think you blew up in practice one day. Yeah, Correct? I seized a motor at I seized a motor at sunset practice one day. We went out for first practice. Uh, we were we were the fastest by like I think three tenths, and then we did did a change because we're always trying to find different speeds. So you move spring rubbers around and try that, see if the car feels better. Went out for second practice. Car felt amazing. And then coming off the track, um, there was a tow truck or an ambulance or something parked right at the entrance. So I had to push the clutch in and stop. And I guess the car idled down too much and shut off. And then it wouldn't start again. So it welded um, a bottom end bearing to the crank Oh man! from the heat. So it kind of like seized the bottom end. And then at that point, our season was done. We didn't, we didn't have anything. We had no spare, no nothing. And then... Kevin Bridge ended up finding us a motor to put in. So again, without Kevin, our season would have been done done a lot earlier. And I know it looks bad at me because I announced our season was done a couple times, <laughs> but you don't know what to you don't know what to post or announce at that time frame. Like because in your mind, your season is done. It's amazing the people that pull together to get you back out there, whether it's sponsors or friends or somebody. Yeah, you're you're definitely not wrong there. It's been a, it's been a tough seat. Like it's been a tough season, but it, you know, it, and, and in the heat of the moment, that's the one thing too. It's it's in the heat of the moment something happens, and it's it, like, I, I remember seeing everyone. It's like, I'm done racing. I'm not ready. I'll see you guys in 2022. Everyone starts coming. Yeah, we'll see you next week. We'll see you in a couple of weeks or something like that. Yeah, but, and everyone was commenting that, and I didn't know what to say. We started peeling the body off the car to get it ready for 2022. Yeah. And next thing you know, oh crap, we're going racing Saturday. We got to get this thing ready. You know, and, so and that's go, the tough part. I, yeah, and not and not everybody has the the backing with sponsors, and especially a guy like Kevin that helps me out like crazy because he doesn't have to. He he parted way with the cars. He could tell me screw off, leave me yeah. alone. I'm done with it. But it's like it's like adopting one of his babies, right? <laughs> he built the car. I still call it his. I'm like, yeah. When I mess with him, I said, like, we got to bring your car down. We got to work on it. <laughs> so 
he opens his shop, his hoist up. We'll go down there and fix a bunch of stuff. You know what? And yeah, that's and that's the way to help. do it, though. You, you you got a guy who's still invested in the sport, and yep. who, who has been invested in the sport for so, so long, too. And you, you're correct. He could absolutely be just like, "Screw you, man! I don't need to help you. Like, figure it out. It's your it's your car now." But yep. and I sure I'm sure I bugged him and bugged him asking him <laughs> questions just because I don't know. I know nothing about Hondas. Yeah. But like, to me, that's the racing community. The, yep. the racing community can come together and help each other out so much. I, I I see it every week in the pits for the CVMs. We had a guy, I think, break a spindle uh, a couple weeks ago, and he borrowed someone else's spindle to go out for the second feature. And yep. there was guys from four different teams thrashing away at it to get him back out on the track. Yep. And but, I see that in a lot of different divisions too. Yep. I, I would do it too, even if it's someone I don't get along with. Yep. Because you can't you can't beat them on the track if they're broke down in the pits, right? So you're, you're not wrong. I see it. Um. So obviously, you know, we're kind of gonna we're kind of moving forward here. You you end up going up to autumn color or not autumn colors? Autumn colors in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to have you on the weekend of velocity. You uh, were. I that was that was my next weekend I had available and. You were like, well, I'm at velocity. I'm like, I don't know why I even put it out in the first place. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's good now that we can talk about it. it. It's an afterthought now that we can actually look back at velocity. And, you know, it's it's a great, great event up there. Uh, I would love to get up there for, for a weekend. And uh, I almost came up on the Sunday, not going to lie. Um, just yeah. something, <laughs> some things didn't work out. I had a meeting for the CVM. So I just, I, I figured by the time I got home, it was too late to go up. Uh but anyways, how was that weekend for you? <laughs> that weekend was definitely an interesting one. I might have drank a little too much on Friday and gotten <laughs> a fight with someone. So if that happened, and I know that's probably going to get brought up. But that that individual, obviously, everyone knows it was Will. Um, I respect, respect Will as a driver. He guy knows a lot. He's fast. We just we just have our differences, and that's yep. that's where I'll leave that. But as a as a racer, he. He's the guy to beat every week. Yeah, so you're not wrong I, with that. I, I won't take that from him. He <clears throat> he knows his Hondas. I'm new. I, I'll never know half of what he knows. So, but yeah, it we have our differences. And I know there's been stuff said on Facebook and back and forth. The wrecking who, wrecking him, wrecking me. Um, I'll say I'm not about to turn a car into a weapon. That's not going to happen. No yeah. matter what I say online, it, will, it won't happen. I'll never do it. You know, and, and that's actually good, though, that that you won't go out there. You, you can have differences, and that's that's the beauty of, of being a person is you can have different aspects or different views, but, you know, you, you're not going to go out there and try and hurt them or, or, have, attempted, or have attempted murder charge on you. No, I, def- I definitely don't want to hurt the guy. Not at all. I, yeah. I want to raise some clean and hell who knows how much longer in the future we're gonna be racing together may Absolutely. not get along now but i'd still help him if he needed a part and i had and he didn't i would i would take it over to him no matter what i still respect him as a racer even though we don't get along as adults but the, the racing aspect and respect still there whether yeah. he feels the same with me but that that's up to him but yeah that's the way i feel on that and that's where i'll leave that situation <laughs> Alrighty, that's good. That's good enough for me. The one cool thing I saw that you did, and I'm trying to figure out how to do with my GoPro, but I'm not going to put it on a car. That's for damn sure. Um, <laughs> is the live feature? You actually live streamed the race as yes. it was happening from the roof of your car. I did. Um, what, um, what made you? What made? What possessed you? Really, really to to do that? So I originally. I was originally, I bought a GoPro to video all the races and upload on YouTube and all that. Yep. And reading the YouTube stuff said thousand uh, likes or subscribers, then you could do YouTube live. And I was like, I'm going to try to do that. So I eventually was doing uploads and all that. But with my schedule, it's so hard to video a race and then go through all the footage and then make a video and then upload it. I, I just don't have the time because you're, as you would know, you're sitting at the computer a couple hours trying to put a video together to upload the damn thing. So, I don't know. I just woke up, 
that day I posted, I'm like, I'm going to try doing an in-car Facebook Live. And we got some work to do on it. I ordered something to hopefully make it better. So I ordered uh, from Roger's uh, Internet Live Hotspot. Okay. That I'm going to Velcro into my race car. Okay. So that will should make the internet stronger and the connection better. Nice. So we're going to try that and hope, hopefully that works because I don't know why it was so choppy because it was running through my cell phone. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if it was just the distance from my phone to the GoPro, which I don't think it would be that because it's just on the roof of my car and I'm just under it. Yeah. So I don't know. We're definitely going to work on it. I think it's a cool idea for people sitting at home to see what we see. Yeah. Honestly, like that's, uh, you know, that was, that was the best thing for me because of course they, uh, G force didn't, wasn't, wasn't broadcasting it, but I'm sitting at home and I'm like, Hmm, I wonder what's going on. But I, I knew you were racing. Cause, uh, I knew you were racing autumn or, or I don't know why I keep saying autumn colors. I'm, I'm, I'm already thinking ahead towards the end of the season. Um, <laughs> you're racing velocity. And I'm like, I wonder how he's doing. So I, I saw them like, Oh, he went live. Okay. And like, Oh snap. Like, okay. I'm I turn my phone sideways. I'm working on the, the vlog for the CVMs and I'm sitting, I'm like, Oh man, he's you know, okay. Nice. I'm like, it, it, of course you're right. It was, it was choppy, but still like I got a grasp, grasp of it. And I'm like, that's, that's a really good idea. And that's really different. And I, I don't think I'll ever be able to get to that point. I like doing the vlogs and setting down and editing out all the stuff I like to do. Um, yep. But no, man, like that, that was something really different and that was truly great for the sport. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was def- definitely, I think it's definitely a great idea and I'm going to improve on it because I, I think viewers at home that don't want to go to the racetrack or hell, even there are at the racetrack that follow me on Facebook and sit in the stands and they could be watching it live in front of us and seeing it on their phone as well. Yep. Seeing what I, cause it's, you're seeing what I see. Yeah. You're not, you're not seeing anything different. The only difference is you're seeing what I see from the roof and not the driver's seat. Yeah. I think the so only way you're going to, the only thing I think that would make that even better is if you, uh, uh, put it like on the roof or the roof of your helmet or on like, uh, uh, oh crap. Something like this. Obviously not a roll bar one, oh, but, like, uh, but some similar, but like put I, it on your chin to have, I do, like ha- I do have a, I do have a, uh, roll, uh, cage one that wraps yeah. around the cage that sits beside my seat. I do have one of those, but you can't see out the window when the sun's glaring. No, you all oh, trust you me. Can't, you trust can't me. see everything. Trust me. So, I know that I got tons of footage like that. So I moved it to the roof and the roof worked out good. Now I just got to hopefully the signals better next time I try to do it. Yeah. But no, man, that was, that was, that was definitely different. And, and it was great watching you, uh, I think, I think it was your feature you had it really going for. And on, on, yeah, because that was the Sunday. Um, but no, I, I sat here and I was watching. I was like, man, this is great. This is totally different. And I was, it, it, it was a, it was about as good as being there. Yeah. And I, I narrowed it down. It was only a five second delay. So what you were seeing was five, five seconds behind what I was seeing. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was an hour away watching it live. Like, you know, exactly. it, it's, 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 it was such great. And you know, I, I love that thought process of it to help, you know, it obviously like down the road, like there's tons of extra features you can do, but for right now, like just slapping a GoPro up there, putting it on live, you know, get, get the announcers involved too. be like, Hey, like, I know you're here watching the race in the grandstand, but if you turn tune into Facebook live right now to JNL motorsports, guess uh, you're going to be able to see, the actual footage you're seeing, you know, as Jeff LaFlem is driving around the track. Yeah. That, that'd be yeah. great for the, even the, the track to let it, to let people know about. Yeah. That's not a bad idea actually at all. Cause when you're listening, cool. when, we'll, when you're we'll watching for us, they do the same thing. Yep. They're like, we know you're here with us, but guess what? You can check out YouTube <clears throat> right now or Facebook and you can see the accident replay as if you were watching it live. I think, I think YouTube has, um, has a better video quality than Facebook does though. So I think yeah. that's why it was so choppy because I do, when you do live, it also saves on the GoPro card. Yeah. So when I plug my card in, 
I played all the videos back and they weren't choppy. No. Here's day. And I do, I do plan on getting around to upload them, but it, it played like it was recording instead nice. of being live. So I think it just has to do, maybe I didn't have the settings high enough where I had it on low quality instead of high quality. A lot of settings you got to play with and you can't, you can't just log in and do it. You have to hotspot from your phone. So you got to turn the hotspot on your phone and then connect to the GoPro that way. Yeah. And then go through the app and do that. So I wonder if that slowed the connection down because I'm trying to hotspot from the same phone I'm trying to video from. Yeah. You know, you're probably not wrong there, it, but it's, you know, like you said, you already, you figured out something that you're going to improve on. Gonna you're you're going to do it. You're going to try it out. And I, no doubt in my mind, I'm going to see a lot of races next year. If I can't make it up to sunset or Salvo, wherever you're racing, I'll be tuning into Facebook whenever I can and, and catch the races that way. Yep. <clears throat> or you could be at uh, Flamborough doing your thing and take a peek at what's going on in the car at sunset. I've done that so many times. Like I, I'll just G forces somewhere. I'll peek up and you know, same thing. Yeah. If, if I'm at Flamborough doing my own thing, Oh, let's see how Jeff is doing or Jeff, if Jeff is racing yet. You know, it's, it's going to be great. My goal is to leave it live all day. As soon as I attach it to my car, turn on live, then you see what we're doing in the pits, get the car ready and all that fun stuff too. I think probably the one cool thing, if you're able to do it, would get more of a, especially with the pits, is to change it from obviously the view of just the engine to uh, like a much wider angle. Yeah. Right. I don't know if that would work or not, but that's that's something to because I'm trying to figure out different ways I can work with working with my stuff too. Mm-hmm. There is an option on there you can do. Uh, uh, it's called dual dual live, where I can have a GoPro on the front, GoPro on the back, and have them both live on the same stream. Oh, nice! I, I have to perfect that a little more. It was a little more difficult to do, and I'm not <laughs> tech savvy at all. <laughs> Trust me, I feel that I'm not all the text to be yet. Here I am doing doing all this stuff. Yeah, you got to down pack, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so obviously your your year up at sunset's done. Uh, you know, I, I we're we're not going to touch on too much about it. Um, but I saw you at Flamborough on Saturday night, and you hollered at me. And even though it was for a couple seconds, and you know it was great actually finally getting to meet you and, and, uh, and watch you race actually in person for a change. Um, and it, you, you went out there and, uh, you, you won your feature and I was cheering for you. Cause it was like, yes, you know, Jeff won. I'm like, yes, that's awesome. Um, yeah. But anyways, how did that deal come about? So a good friend of mine, Rick, he, he runs the FMC racing team. He, uh, he bought this car a couple weeks ago. And, um, put a, he put another, got it painted, got it ready to go and put a, another driver in it, which was Austin Penny. And Austin went out there and the, I guess the car was slow. They couldn't, couldn't figure out what the heck was wrong with it. It was just, it was slow. And then Austin, I guess, was supposed to run it this weekend as well. I was kind of over the phone, giving input and all that about try this, try that, see if it's this. Um, so anyways, long story short, Friday, Friday comes along and Rick, Rick calls me. And as I, I talk to Rick all the time, so you never think anything about it. Rick, Rick and I talk almost every other day. And then he asked me, he's like, do you want to race a bone stock this weekend? I'm like, your car, which is the, the 52. And he's like, no, the 55. I was like, is it, is that the slow one? And we laughed about it. And I was like, Sure, why not? I'll, I'll give her a go. So I drove down there Friday night or Friday afternoon. It was like 4 o'clock. And show up at the shop. And we pull, pull the car in, put it up on the hoist, and just just going over everything to see, see what the car has. Uh, I put a couple spring rubbers in where I would normally do. Um, I didn't fit in the seat. So I brought my old bone stock seat down. So me and his guys ended up swapping a seat in so I would fit in the car and then the next day Saturday morning we're going there to load up the car is throwing a whole bunch of engine codes so we plug into it with uh, the scanner and it turned out being uh, alternator so he orders me a new alternator and it shows up I put it in just in time to uh, get ready to load up to head to the track so we were praying that 
that was the problem. No codes came back. Got to the track, unloaded, set my air pressures, went out for first practice. And I went out there. I'm like, holy crap. How was this thing slow last week? It's, this thing's a rocket. I, I come off the track and my, mind my, uh, mind my French, but I looked at Rick and I'm like, this thing fucks. It's fast as hell. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I don't know what was wrong with it last week, but it's fast. <laughs> so it went out for second practice. I tried, I moved the spring rubber from one spot to another and it only made it better. And it was even, it was a little quicker. I'm like, this is going to, this is going to do good. And I think I started fifth in the feature and I ended up winning the feature and going, going through tech, they weighed us. We were hundred, I think a hundred pounds under. I'm like, okay, underweight. I'm like, okay. And then they checked the springs and they're like, the rear springs are lowering springs. And we're like, Okay, we had we had no idea. We just bought the car. So Phil Gibbons was running the 57 car, which unfortunately he was in a wreck in the first feature. So we pulled the springs out of that car, put them in the 55, and we added 115 pounds of lead to make me heavy enough so that wasn't over underweight anymore. So we were DQ'd for the first feature and we were getting ready for the second one. And then they they came over with a guy to stand, scan computers. And I was like, Yeah, go ahead. It, I don't think it's uh, computers tuned or anything. Go ahead. And sure enough, the computer had the rev limiter moved in it, which resulted in us a year suspension at Flamborough, which, Hey, I was the driver. I should have known the car before hopping into it. But then again, I don't have all the computer software to be able to check all this stuff. Uh, the car was hitting the rev limiter on the track or more the fuel cutoff. So you should say, so I didn't think anything of it. So, yeah, we got our suspension. Um, obviously, if I would have thought it was tuned, I would have just refused tech, put it on the trailer, and watched the rest of the racing, and then I would have been suspended. But it's a track rule, and I respect uh, their track rule, and we'll uh, we'll move on from it and make sure we have a stock computer next time we go. Absolutely. Um, going forward here, uh, you know, we're, we're almost done. Um, and like you said, you're, you're suspended from Flamborough for the next year. Uh, will you be racing up at Autumn Colors this year? Yes. What are your plans yep. on r- racing up there? Are you racing your mini? The uh, what's kind of the what's kind of the game plan for that weekend? So we um, we found a stock computer for the fifty five car. So Rick has asked me, well, not Rick, sorry, Carrie, his wife, since it's her car, has asked me, uh, told me I can run it at Autumn Colors. So I'm going to run the bone stock there as well as my mini stock. So I'll be doing double duty up there. Nice. That's going to be a, a long, fun weekend. Are you go- heading up early? Are you going up the Friday night? Uh, I think we're going up the Thursday night. My sponsor, Georgian Bay Woodworking, got us, uh, me and my crew and everyone, hotel rooms up there. He booked like six rooms for us. Nice. So we're going up up there and we'll be ready to go. Nice. Um, you know, like I said, we're there's one race left on the schedule here for, for Racing Ontario. Uh, what are your plans for the off season and looking ahead towards 2022? So the off season, I'm going to rip this car, this Honda of mine apart, take everything off of it and going to send it up and get it straightened out and make sure nothing's bent on it. Obviously it had a rough season, got banged up a little bit. So it's going to pull it all back out and then it's going back up to Kevin's and we're redoing the whole car, re- repainting it all, putting all brand new parts on it. Uh, not a lot of people know I have a second car up at Kevin's that's in the process of being built. So I'll have two Hondas and they're both going to go to the paint shop at the same time. And then we'll put it back together and get ready to go for next year. Oh, and we're going to have six spare motors for next year. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're almost planning on blowing an engine every other week then, eh? Uh, hopefully not. But <laughs> hopefully <yes>. not. Yeah. <laughs> That definitely not the luck uh, you're wanting this year, but you know, you, nope. I definitely every, want a motor in the trailer because they take 20, 25 to 30 minutes to swap one out. So if I blow one up and practice again, me and the guys could have one out and a new one in in no time before the yeah. feature, anyways. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, that, 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 it's always, it's never a bad thing to have a spare motor sitting around. Not at all. 
Uh, that's pretty much going to do it for me tonight. Uh, is there anyone you want to thank? Uh, any sponsors, anyone you want to thank for, uh, for the season? Yeah, I'd love, so I'd love to thank everybody that's helped me out. This year. Obviously my wife and kids, Natasha, my son, Austin, my daughter, Lexi, she's only two, but she likes to play with the Jack. Um, Ken Brown. Oh, that guy. I can't thank him enough. He's been at my side almost every weekend. And thanks to his wife for allowing him. Um, Kevin Bridge, obviously. Without him, our season would be done, done, done. There'd be nothing left of it. Um, who else? RPM Race Parts. Chris LeBaron. Uh, he's been at our side a few times. Uh, my sponsor, Jordan Bay Woodworking. Uh, Innisfil Garage Door. Obviously, Jomo Media, they, you guys support us, and I really appreciate that with the write-ups and everything you do. Um, who else am I missing? Ideal Supply, uh, English Electric, um, Local 793, my, my union, my operators union, they, they support us too. Uh, God, I know I'm missing someone. Innisfil Garage Doors, I don't know if I said him. Uh, who else? I'm just trying to picture the side of the car. <laughs> I don't have a picture in front of me, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely been an interesting year and I've had the support and help from a lot of people. And if I know I'm missing people and I, I thank you all. I thank Sobble for doing what they do and welcoming us, welcoming us out of towners up there to race. Um, Sunset, obviously thanks to them for putting on great show, even though I'm not happy about some of the stuff they do. It's still an amazing track and, they don't have to host races for us, and I appreciate that. Uh, Flamborough, when we were there, thanks for their hospitality. Um, and obviously, Peterborough, when we go next week, huge thanks for what they do, and even all tracks for even being open at this time. So, the government. Thank you to the government for allowing us to race. Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> yeah, no. Ready for 2022, so let's bring it. Absolutely, man. Well, anyways, we're going to let you go for the night because I know you got an early morning. So uh, a lot earlier than me. So <laughs> I'm uh, actually off tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I got lucky. <laughs> well, then you're going to enjoy your off day. That's for sure. Um, well, like I said, we'll let you get going. You enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, hopefully I will see you some point in 2022. Um, yeah. If not, I think uh, there might be a possibility of me going up to Barry soon in the next little bit for unknown reasons. So um, if that's the Shoot case, me then- message. That exactly what I was thinking. Maybe I'll uh, stop by you, Morgan Robson, Jonathan Vay, and uh, and actually introduce myself. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, without you wearing a fire suit and a and a helmet. So, uh, yeah. Well, John Jonathan Vay lives with me, so just so you know, he rents oh, a room for me. So, <laughs> well, that's easy enough. I can kill two birds with one stone right there. Yeah. All right, man. You have yourself a good All night right. now. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Stay Catch safe you later. and see everybody in 2022. All right, guys, that was Jeff LaFlemme, driver of the number 24 mini stock up there at Sunset Sobble and Sunset Speedway and Sobble Speedway. Uh, of course, we'd like to thank Jeff for coming on. It was it was definitely a lot of fun. He He's always a great guy to talk to. It's a uh, it's always a great a great conversation with him. And hopefully I uh, look forward to working with him again in 2022. Hopefully. Uh yeah, other than that, guys, uh, we're taking... Okay, so a big, big, big heads up here. If you guys stay to this, congratulations. You guys won't have to worry about seeing the post in the, for the next few weeks. Um, for the next two weeks, two weeks, guys, I am going to have a take a break uh, from the show just because of Frostoberfest and uh, uh, Autumn Colors. Uh, there's, It gives me a chance to actually uh, regroup myself and... Uh, and, and put out better content for you guys, put out better podcasts for you guys. Um, so I'm going to take a two week hiatus. I am, uh, what else am I doing? Uh, <laughs> I got some, I got some other stuff to work on. Uh, we are working on some stuff for the off season. Uh, maybe some interviews, maybe some group conversations. We are working at having, uh, possibly a Christmas special. So of course guys stay tuned. We, like I said, we are going to slow down a little bit. Um, of course we will let you guys know every, each Sunday that we do have a podcast, I will let you guys uh, know because, of course, we'll have our uh, – uh, oh, damn it. What a fan fan question period that uh, we've come to know and love of the show, and hopefully you guys enjoy sending in those questions. Uh, I'm going to reach out to a couple people over the next couple of weeks. 
uh, and we may have a group group discussion or a roundtable or a I don't know what to call it. Um, but we'll find out. Anyways, guys, uh, make sure you guys are buying up that uh, Joe Media apparel and merch. Uh, link is in our bios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, it's on our link tree. You guys can go hit them up. Uh, there's some great stuff there. It's getting colder. Pick yourself up a sweater. Um, other than that, guys, uh, if you got, we, we still have leftover stickers. Um, if you guys want a sticker, they're $5 each. Uh, if you want to work, if you're looking to work with us next season, uh, reach out to us. Like I said, we're, we're already starting to work on 2022 stuff. So reach out to us. We're, we're hoping to make this thing better, bigger and better each and every year. Um, I got some secrets. I want, I'm going to keep hidden for right now, but if things work out the way I hope it does, we, we may have a big announcement coming soon. Um, that's all I'm going to say for now. Like I said, fingers crossed, so I got some coming up my sleeve here uh, soon. So, guys, um, make sure you guys are buying up that apparel, that merch. Uh, links are in our bios. Uh, if you guys, like I said, want to work with us, hit us up. Jomopromos at gmail.com. J-O-M-O-Promos at gmail.com. As well as you guys can message us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and find out uh, all our packages for next season and what we can do to help you. Uh, other than that, guys, I'm going to wrap it up for the next two weeks. So, enjoy your Thanksgiving, enjoy Frostoberfest, enjoy whatever you guys got going on, and I look forward to seeing you guys in about two weeks' time. My name is John Morrison, and you guys are listening to the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. <laughs>